Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back, everybody, uh, to the radio program. Today's Issues on American Family Radio. You're listening to American Family Radio. I'm Tim Wildman with Ed Vitagliano and Chris Woodward joins us now. Good morning, Chris. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, again, folks, we were on the air as of about 12 hours ago in Chattanooga. So uh, if you have friends or family who live there, AFR is now broadcasting at 105.1. That is a really cool town, too. If you like the outdoor stuff, Chattanooga is for you. If you like shopping and dining, Chattanooga is for you. It's all together in like a little bitty area. It's very, uh, very neat. The uh, tourism and convention have not paid us yet, uh, Chris. And, <laughs> so and we're, so, we're so trying, temper, temper your enthusiasm. Yeah, you're giving them free publicity. My right last there. day was glorious. Uh, no, you're right. And Fred said so much, uh, said as much uh, last hour. Lots of things to see and do and experience in the greater Chattanooga area. Have you guys ever been whitewater rafting, by the way? No, I have been canoeing. Uh, which was essentially on white water. Yeah, I've canoed, but not 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 on the uh, white water rafting. Uh, well, I, I've been canoeing at the Okoe, which is north of Chattanooga. There, about yeah. Sweetwater um, area. This has been twenty five years ago. You do that once, you'll never forget it. Is that where you're on the circular thing? And, yeah, and you yeah, just with go, about eight or ten people. Yeah. It was our whole family, and we were much younger at the time. Here, <laughs> I think today I would probably. Either, I would either go overboard or have a heart attack mid. Is that one of those things? Ride like like going on a uh, uh, a roller coaster when you get to the top and you go, "Why am I on here?" Is this is this? <laughs> yes, the same except thing the roller that? coaster ride ends <laughs> yeah. after about sixty seconds. The white water experience keeps. It was fun at the time. I was much yeah. younger. This I would say twenty five years ago, but it was. I just remember going through Chattanooga, the, the Okoli yeah. River. No, they were they. Uh, it's a, a river that at the time they would release the dam water, and that's what causes you to be able to raft yeah. at such a fast mm-hmm. and exciting and exhilarating speed. But I, I every every time I, I wouldn't I, recommend I it to you for people our age any longer. But anyway, really, no, I would not. Okay, I, I would go. You can go watch, <laughs> watch, and I would watch videos on of, YouTube, of, of videos other of other people. It. But I wouldn't go. Yeah, go ahead. I, I love roller coasters. My wife can't stand them. I, I love roller coasters. Even to this day, it's been a while since I've been on one. But invariably, you get to that click, 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 click to that first big. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, You're right. Every time I'm going, right. why am I on here? Yeah, this is not normal. I think when you work in news, too, it starts to, like, mess you up because, like, in my younger days, I had no problem with it. And I would ride a roller coaster today, but my mind goes back to how many times have we reported on some accident <laughs> happening at a park? I know, and then you go loop to loop and stuff, and you go, you know, this is uh, defying physics. Yes. Okay, here, mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to defy physics forever. Right. <laughs> what if I'm on that one? Yes. <laughs> that one roller coaster ride that uh, the thing doesn't loop around. Well, we and the- then you and you think you, you you something bad happens, you die, you go to heaven, and you meet the Lord, and He's going. This is on you. <laughs> I mean, I gave you a brain. <laughs> right. Come on, on, Ed. You. Right. you went on that, and right. it was going, right. and, 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 uh, and that's how you wound up here. Right. I tell you what's uh, for me. Like, I don't have a problem with a roller coaster, 
but being on the Ferris wheel or something that might have been slapped up in 20 minutes <laughs> after being taken yeah. apart two days ago. These pra- local, uh, these pra- local pra- prayers, prayers while in line for the roller coaster are not heard by the Lord. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Standing in line for the ride would be a great that's, evangelical that's effort. That's pretty solid theology. Yes. <laughs> Evangelism I, I effort. Think, uh, I think. All right. Uh, but anyway, uh, well, I already told you why was reminded about whitewater rafting. Go ahead, Chris. What's what's leading the uh, news uh, at eleven oh nine? Well, a.m. You you guys uh, talked about um, Afghanistan and things that Biden had to say yesterday. His poll numbers are not very good. Uh, they have fallen to a record low, forty eight percent in a morning consult poll. That's just one poll. There have been others that show a decline in his approval rating. So Certainly. he reached politically speaking to mm-hmm. bar from. Ed, using a metaphor, Biden goes click, 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 click. <laughs> and now it's soaring downhill for right. his poll numbers. And Am it's I the right? fault of the guy that rode the ride before him as to why his poll <laughs> oh. numbers are going. <laughs> uh, okay. So it, 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 seriously, the uh, President Biden's poll numbers are, uh, have pl- according to uh, the de- pre- daily presidential tracking poll, he's plunged to a historical low of Forty-two percent. Yes, forty-two percent. Okay, well, and, and listen to this before you okay. comment, Ed. And and uh, of the fifty-six percent who disapprove of Biden's job performance, forty-seven percent quote strongly disapprove. Forty-seven percent strongly disapprove. A two-point increase from the forty-five percent who strongly strongly disapproved on Tuesday. Now, uh, these numbers will change. They'll go up uh, as as Afghanistan's the story on the front page fades. I think they'll go up, but they're only going to go up uh, to me probably four or five points. Mm-hmm. We're a fifty fifty country, Democrat Republican for the most part. So, but this is a this is th- these are terrible numbers for him right now. Go ahead. Well, I think you guys are being overly pessimistic uh-huh. uh, about his approval ratings because look. Good. He, there's some great things coming down the road. Uh, gas prices will be going down. Uh-huh. Oh wait, no, 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 they'll be going up. <laughs> right, right. So uh, the border will be uh, handled. We will not have a crisis on. The, oh no, wait a second. That's probably not going to happen either. Um, COVID, COVID is doing well. He has beaten the virus as he said he would. As he said, because he, he had a he plan. Would. You had a plan. Okay, no, that's not going to happen either. <laughs> All right, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think you, I, yeah. I think this is going to yeah. be a bad year for him. Well, you yeah. know, and I think one thing that he needs to do is stop leaving the White House to go spend his weekend in Delaware at his home or at Camp David, the presidential retreat. There is talk already today on social media that the president does plan to leave the White House again this weekend to go spend time in is Delaware. It, he was that, forced that, to come back from Delaware mm-hmm. because of the Afghan thing. Right, and then he went okay. back. Is that really i've never been the one to criticize a president unless i found it convenient <laughs> politically to do so uh, but I, I i don't know i just never found uh i just never gotten worked up about where a president is physically well, because when you're the remember they used to get after bush because he went to his uh, ranch, ranch down the in western Te- white house texas and i'm, I'm going man the president's the president wherever he is, twenty four seven. I mean, does it really matter? Now, optics mm-hmm. in a crisis, I would agree, do matter. And I think maybe that's what you're referring to, yeah. Chris. We, we're in, we're in, 
we're we're still in a sort of a crisis moment here mm-hmm. in our country with Afghanistan and such. Uh, the situation there with Americans being left there. Yeah. And uh, the optics of going home for the weekend just maybe aren't very good. You know, I, yeah. I don't know. He's still getting hammered for the looking at his watch thing, you know, as the uh, bodies you know, were coming uh, out of the You plane. know, by, uh, Obama golfed all the time. Trump golfed yeah, all I, the time. Yeah, I'm, I'm with uh, you. I, I don't I don't really – I don't really mind them where he is, where where they are, because like you said, they're the president, wherever they go, there's a team with them. You know, they can get him wherever he needs to go in a hurry. And these guys have to, they have to get away. We've all remarked about he, how even uh, president Obama aged. Mm -hmm. I mean, president Bush, they aged so much because of the stress they're under. I don't have a problem. And even the thing, I will say this, I don't, I don't want to be, you know, seen as, you know, defending President Biden because I abhor his policies. But even the checking of the watch, the you're right, Tim, the optics were awful. But how many times, I don't wear a watch anymore because I just glance at my phone, but how many times I just glance at my watch just out of habit? You right, know, right. It, you I could, know. You could you, say, well, it, it, you know, he didn't keep looking I, at it. I think what right. I think what people on our side who are conservative have a problem with is the way the media covered President Trump changed everything. Right. They were so unfair, and and they lied and they mischaracterized over and over and over again because they hated Trump and they hated his policies and they hated the people who voted for him. Right. So they would just lie and smear and mischaracterize. And and orange man bad and it was, they told him for example you you'll you'll never be able to get a vaccine out uh, by right. these companies by the end of the year you you stupid idiot remember those kinds of things yeah and even if you do I'm not get, taking it because it's a Trump virus Trump it, vaccine is right. it and Kamala Harris acted like Trump was down in the bottom of the basement of the White House in a white jacket <laughs> making up potions <laughs> I'm not going to take it if Trump yeah. has anything to do with it remember right. that oh yeah and then when That's they right. got into office they flipped that from you better take the vaccine or you're un-American yeah. yeah you know so so I think that has. That has definitely influenced a lot of us how President Trump was treated. So now things that would otherwise you would go, what do I care where? I'm not. I'm not going to where Biden is on on the weekend. You know what I'm saying? But if it were Trump and he was at Mm Mar-a-Lago or his uh, home in uh, New York. For the weekend, and and the world was burning, so to speak. Then the media would just say, "Oh, he's a terrible man. He's a yes. terrible president. I can't believe you people voted for him." They don't apply the same standards. This is a Shazam moment, right? <laughs> Shazam. This is a Gomer Prowl moment. They don't apply the same standards. So, so we feel the necessity here, people in the conservative movement, to point these uh, these double standards out. Right, and and so we do. I, I I will say this that that because I as you were talking, I was thinking, I I and others on the conservative side did the same thing to Obama, and those on the left did the same thing to Bush. Remember, Bush doesn't care about black people. Remember after, after Hurricane Katrina. Katrina, yeah. So really, this has been going on for the last over twenty years. Right, whoever's in power gets hammered from the other side. 
I'm not sure what the solution. Fair or unfair. Fair or unfair. Yeah. That's just kind of the way politics yeah. has been working over the last four presidents in 20 years. Here is an interesting tweet from Rasmussen Reports as of an hour ago. Rasmussen Reports says 32% say Biden should resign now. 40% say Biden deserves to be impeached. 33% say Harris is not qualified to be president. And here's where it gets interesting. Rasmussen says all of these figures are exclusively from Democrats. What? Now go ahead and repeat those figures. Okay, yeah. You're saying uh, these percentages reflect the opinion of Democrats. According to Rasmussen Ra- reports. Uh, listen, folks, it may, you may not have heard of Rasmussen, but the Rasmussen is a very reputable poll. Been around for yeah. a long time. Firm. Yeah. I mean, this isn't uh, uh, this isn't hatebiden.com. Right. Okay, right here. Yeah. <laughs> Doing the polling. This is a Rasmussen. Uh, now, some might call him sl- slightly conservative or whatever. I don't know how you how you exactly say that, but where are you getting this information? I'm looking way? at the I'm looking at Twitter. Uh, as of an hour ago, Rasmussen reports the official account tweeted: 32 percent of Democrats say Biden should resign now. 40 percent of Democrats say Biden deserves to be impeached. 33 percent say Harris is not qualified to be president. And again, all mm. of these figures are exclusively from Democrats, according to Rasmussen reports. I got a hard time believing that. I have a hard time believing that. But they may feel that way, but they'll all work together because I think that's high. They all hate each other, but come election time, they love one another because they're going to do what they can to get. Well, their yeah, in. yeah, yeah. But that's this is not uh, this is absent a political election moment. Yeah. So this is a uh, you know we're a year away from midterm elections, so maybe people feel freer to be more. Uh, honest because they 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 feel like an honest answer is not necessarily going to hurt their team right in a few weeks or something like that but i i think president metaphorically speaking i think president biden is taking cyanide and it, it it's going to be hard to pump his stomach so to speak because i don't know if cyanide can be affected by a pump stomach but I think you know what I, know. I, I think. I, I, do you know what a I, grim metaphor? But I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, it's what I'm saying about cyanide is it's a self-inflicted yes uh, uh, wound that may be may be fatal mm-hmm. for his. For, and I'm not talking about I'm talking about for him getting anything done anymore. He's already had to go off executive orders and uh, a 50-50 Senate that he can't get anything through because of the filibuster, because of the 60-vote margin. This, 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 the way he's handled this Afghanistan mess, and we, and we got 13 dead servicemen and women, it's just, it's, it's so bad that I just don't think, and, and you add mm-hmm. that to his cognitive decline, and uh, we, we see him shuffling around and, telling people i'm only d- d- doing what i've been instructed to right. do all those things well then it's let me just, ask you. I, I, it's it's muck that he's stuck in sans uh, i got some more metaphors you want some more <laughs> <laughs> let me ask well then let me ask you both a question okay all right because I, I i i agree he he is in serious political trouble president talking about president if Biden. he wants to get anything done so so the people who are instructing the president okay which reporters to call on are, is he allowed to take questions? The people behind the scenes, 
including the media that protected Biden uh, when he was campaigning and then have been protecting him. Because they had to get Trump out. Because they had to get Trump out. And then the uh, the establishment of the Democratic Party. So I'm going to put all those in one basket. You are in September now, 2021, just a couple of months away from one year off, mm-hmm. 2022. Okay. You're looking at this situation. You're thinking Biden continues to self-destruct. We're going to lose the House. Possibly. We might lose control of the Senate. We've got to get – so what do you do? Do you say we've got to get Biden out before 2022? We've got to get Kamala Harris in there so she can build up her resume, so to speak, and her popularity with the American people so we can save 2022 and then get her untracked for running for president when Biden is officially out. Go ahead, out. Chris. What, what, do you, what, do you think, what do you think they're saying in terms of Biden? Well, it, I think uh, I would I would be shocked if there's not somebody in a strategy room, perhaps even with the president, sharing these kinds of thoughts. Because uh, most presidents, at least in the quote-unquote modern era, my lifetime, uh, most presidents lose control of at least one chamber while he is in office. Uh, Bush uh, had a oh, super always, majority for a while. They always lose the House. Right. The, Trump the, lost the House. Yeah, yeah. Biden probably, That's if historical. we're going to go off history— uh, it stands to, it's it seems to be that he's going to lose that. So I think there is probably a uh, a whispered uh, discussion amongst. Hey, we got to start thinking ahead because we want Kamala in there and we want her to be able to have as much support as she can in Congress. And it doesn't look like she's going to have that. One thing that's really going to hurt the president uh, beyond all the stuff we've already discussed is the infrastructure bill. And I know that sounds kind of boring. But the president wants to do all kinds of things with roads and bridges and Internet and water and all this stuff, right? Merrill Matthews from the Institute for Policy Innovation, an occasional host with Kirby Anderson on the point of view, made a fantastic point last week saying the guy who handled Afghanistan this way wants to tell you that he knows how to do infrastructure. And it's a good point, I think. Um, yeah, but like. 75% of that bill has nothing to do with infrastructure. Exactly. But, but let, let me just say back to your uh, question, your political question. Uh, let me let me enter another dynamic here. I'm gonna tell you, talking about this out loud makes me a little nervous for our country because we yeah. only have one president at a, at a time, thank goodness. Right. And we see what ours is like right now. Our president, you just go. This is a scary mm-hmm. situation to be in. But let me throw another dynamic here into that we all have, have sort of talked about around the edges, I guess, or maybe, how do I say this? When a person has dementia, I've seen it in my family, uh, and almost everybody listening to me right now has known somebody who's had it. Sure, yeah. uh, Or had a family member that has had it, a friend, family, whatever, church member, whatever. You've seen it. You've seen it. You've seen it. I, I have no way of knowing whether President Biden has clinical dementia or not. I doubt he has been diagnosed in that way or that probably would have got out. Right. Okay. But we all look at what he acts like. He's, he's fading. Okay. He should be fishing with his grandchildren right now. Going to 
little league baseball games with his fold up chair. Right. You know, and, and, and I mean, doing those kinds of things, that's what, that's the category he falls into. Right. That's the president of the United States who's on the, who's on the clock 24 seven, who is uh, having to meet with advisors, take in uh, national security reports each and every day uh, on the phone with people, information overload. You got to have a person who can think clearly, right? I don't care if you're liberal or conservative, you got to have a person who can think clearly and make decisions, make rational decisions. And, who uh, you start telling a person who has dementia they can't do something and they think they can. I'm not saying he is there, right? But I'm saying that's a that's a possibility that exists. I, I've seen we've all seen people who you tell them, well, uh, don't do this, and they go, why are you telling me I can drive? Yeah. No, you you almost had three wrecks yesterday. No, I don't care. Nobody's taking my my car away from me. I mean. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, uh, or uh, you about to burn the house down, Dad? Well, so uh, you now you're telling me I can't cook. I right. mean, people react. That's a natural way a lot of people react. And if you get a guy who's the president, and somebody has to tell him, "Sir, you know you just told him to do this, and you yeah. know what's going to happen," and he goes, "What did I just tell him?" But, um, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Right. Or, or I don't care. We'll do what I say. Quit arguing with me. Okay, then we'll we'll uh, get out of the the air base in Afghanistan. He, yeah. he said it three times. Were you going to go in there and argue with him? Right. I mean, you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Those kinds of things happen with people who aren't functioning. Uh, and like I said, that happens to conservatives or liberals. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people who have to make big time decisions on a daily basis. And, and, and you're trying to look around going, who's going to tell me what to do and where to go and what to say next. That's, that's unnerving. Well, and if we feel unnerved on the outside, I'm guessing that there are, if this is true, if this is unfolding in President He may not have dementia, excuse me for rolling. As I said, I have no way of knowing that. I don't have his medical records. And I, 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 as I say, I kind of doubt he has a clinical diagnosis in that direction. I don't think you could hide that from the public. It would get out. But we all see with our own eyes and hear with our own ears how he's behaving. Yeah. Go ahead. But so you've got Democrats behind the scenes who see it, if this is the case, they see it more clearly than anybody else. They've got to use what opportunity. You can't just come out three months from now and say, we're asking the the president to resign. You have to use circumstances as an excuse to get a person out of office who's not capable any longer. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So is, is this the moment? What if he goes, I'm not going anywhere. I'm fine. Yeah. You, all you people have the problem. Right. Huh? <laughs> have you ever seen that happen before? Well. With people who have uh, this kind of. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, not seen it in the presidency. Although there's, no. we talked about this, there's some question about whether FDR in the last couple of years of his presidency was was, was capable of running the country. And some people well, say Ronald Eleanor Reagan. Roosevelt did. Ronald Reagan had, uh, had uh, probably early dementia his last year. Right. Or so in the White House. I was going to ask you about that. I, I don't yeah, remember. Do you, that. you remember that? Yeah, and people were saying Nancy Reagan's telling, yeah. running the shot, calling the shots. I just, I don't know what you do if somebody gets in that condition and they're argumentative and they're the president. 
You have the 25th Amendment. It's a which, mess, man. But the 25th Amendment requires the whole cabinet, basically, to yeah. to say we got to remove this yeah. person from the uh, from the office. All right. Uh, our thanks to my thanks to Ed and uh, Chris. Thank you, Adam, running the controls for us today, and Fred Jackson for his contributions. And hey, two last hour. Hey, listen, folks. Uh, keep praying for our country, and uh, keep trusting in Jesus Christ. And we'll see you back here tomorrow. <laughs>